Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, live 7 to 9 on 102.7 FM in Austin, Texas, or on the Outdoor Zone radio network across the world, around the world, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse. This morning is Cody Ryan. What time is it? (laughs) How bad is it when you fail back when you know that the time is going to change, but you know, have no idea how that's going to work. So you just (laughs) rely on your phone. Mrs. Granny was bad. Mrs. Granny was laying in the bed this morning. She goes, wait, do we, we lose an hour? Do we gain? Wait, what we gain? She was waking up. She was trying to figure it out. It's like, okay. I gotta go. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I know you and I bring forward, fall back, spring forward, fall back, whatever. We, we both laughed because we just said, Boy, I hope our phones wake us up on time in the morning. Yeah. I'm just gonna go with whatever that time is. Anyway, it, the Jack, worst is the worst is when you're trying to figure that out, plus what time your feeders have been set to, your deer feeders. Oh, that's that's the worst thing. Try and do that math. There is no formula for that. They don't you know, teach you, you that. They you don't teach have you to that go, in school. You have to you know what? That'd be a great uh uh math lib. Class. Yeah, class. Like setting your feeders, <laughs> measuring time change feeder <laughs> setting. Yeah, just life skills. Measuring the length of your antlers and between and all the legal stuff, but we'll get into all that kind of stuff. Hey, Jack's the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure everything, the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets fired up. Appreciate you, Jack, for that. Uh, Got to have a good ranch hand to make this operation work. And uh, beefsteak is in the deer stand. Apparently, he shot a deer last night. Yeah, he uh, said a coal, coal buck. 
So is that he's a, so he's is so, that a gosh. is that a prepare everybody for the little buck I shot or yeah for the mistake I made? Have you seen it? Has he sent a picture? He yet? sent a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, he did. I didn't see the picture. Yeah, it's got a it's got a full antler on one side and then a chopped off one on the other side or something. It looked like. Oh, I don't so know some farm he, he always sends, farm raised thing. <laughs> yeah, or he just like cut off one side to make it a coal. Uh, no, he, he wouldn't do that. He always sends pictures like that though that you can't quite tell. Remember, I mean, last year he sends his biggest oh, book yeah. of you my life, see. and he's yeah. You can't, can't see, see the whole thing correctly. No, that's a nice table there, though. Must be that Google Google phone or IBM phone or whatever he uses. Oh, <laughs> we got we got people texting in now wanting to, us to send a photo of the deer to, to them so they could. I'm see not doing it. that yet. I'm not doing that yet. <laughs> like, we'll hey, please. Dan Cook in Virginia. Send me that picture. Yeah. Now there's that's hilarious. I, I will for the right price, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Join the uh outdoor zone <laughs> hunting team. Special. Yeah. yeah. Insiders club. Hey. The insiders club will send you information on beef. We'll forward all his text. <laughs> yeah. All. He got one though. I'm proud of him. It's yeah, because it's he a, went to that's a big one. He went to, well, body-wise, yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to miss that <laughs> sucker. Uh, but I'm glad he went to McBride's Guns and got a scope tightened up. Remember well, early on, he uh, had issues oh, with his... Well, he'll never he'll never get past the, the McBride's scope. Guns need. Yes, the loose scope incidences where he was missing deer and could figure it out, and he just had to tighten the screws on the scope. Uh, McBride's Guns with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops. The ones we trust, the one we trust, is McBride's Guns. I guess uh, I didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, this is when we do this. Austin's family owned and operated. You this segment of the show is sponsored yeah. by McBride's yes. Guns. I just love McBride's Guns. They've got a gunsmith on site that can handle any issues you may have. Plus, you can order firearms, uh, order ammunition. I mean, McBride's is the place we go. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com, because you know McBride's Guns. They're our hometown gun shop so opening deer season i i was thinking about this earlier this is the absolute worst this is the absolute worst time to be a grainy in the hunting world is opening day of or opening weekend of deer season i i i think you experience the same thing at least for me maybe it's just me but Opening That's a possibility. You can watch deer every day leading up to gun season coming and going. They're on cameras, bucks just like walking around. I had deer in my front yard three days ago eating out of the bucket of my tractor, eating acorns that had fallen in the bucket of my tractor right in my front yard. I could have, I, 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 I could open them. the front door. I could open the <laughs> front door and like bite stare them at them at 15 yards opening day comes 
silence, nothing, nothing on camera, nothing in person, nothing shows up. You're right. I don't know what it is, but they, what do they do? Do they, they disappear? Know? I've been doing the same thing. Got them been watching them on camera. Got now I got like this lone coyote that keeps coming in. Yeah. And I heard a pack of them last night. I was sitting now, outside right before dark and they were going nuts. Not we are going to talk about the poachers in my neighborhood sometime during the show today and the and the carcass that was left again and me and my little game warden buddy are we're getting fired back up for our investigation yeah i'm like i'd tell you more about it but it's you know it's under yeah, investigation you can't talk right about now. that I can't stuff talk at all about the current cases that i'm working right now oh my gosh <laughs> and 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 Do you have a little notebook and, you carry like in your front pocket yeah a little spiral yeah you carry uh, one of those and do a with a pen click click yeah so i can make notes yeah Matter of fact, I just made a note about you and the deer that are around your house. Make sure we keep an eye on you too. Yes. Uh, so the uh, and I saw my sheriff in my hood yesterday, around a yeah. little bit. So keeping, I'm, we're keeping an eye on things. You don't, you don't come around Mastrop County, Texas, without us knowing that you, you come into our hood. Oh watching, yeah, you're in Bastrop County. You. We're watching you. You in Bastrop County? That's right. That's right. They got We're poachers watching. over there, in Texas. Yeah, we got guys that hunt twenty year round, four seven three sixty five, <laughs> and we got and we got some. Uh, we got a catfish guy too that we're. Uh, that we're watching that we're trying to keep an eye on because they catch a bunch of these catfish and then they throw the carcass out on the back road. Somebody dumped a load of tires what's, on the back road. But what's, what's wrong with the carcass? What's wrong? Why can't well, I throw you, my it's catfish illegal out over to, there? It's illegal to throw them out on the side of the road. Why? What about an orange peel? Well, if you want to be a jack leg about it, you can throw whatever you want out on the side of the road. Can you throw an but orange I, peel or banana peel? So, Lord, I just ask that you what? No, watch I'm asking. over the next two I, this hours. This is a legitimate question because <laughs> I, I want to know if I'm being a bad person. I've often thought that, not that I'm a bad person. For throwing often, those catfish No, for throwing like an orange peel or a banana peel when you're driving down the road. Can you throw that on the side of the road? I mean, it just, it's. There's something about that that just. Uh, but hey, true confession. There's something I, about that. I throw what? banana peels outside. I don't throw orange peels because you can see them. Oh man, I, I, who throws? I, I put, know ap who I put throws. apples. So it's to answer answer me this. Uh, riddle me this. Riddle me this. Uh, so there was I put apples and a potato out around my feeder to see if the deer would eat it. Now in any any other place they'll eat apples like crazy Don't but touch they it. have they have not touched and i did the potato only because i was just doing a scientific highly scientific they're study. not used to it they don't eat apples around here they don't have apple trees so they don't even know what it is they have before they just haven't touched these two 
two and so i didn't smush them i didn't cut them up i just put whole apple there like okay hey there must be an apple tree around here put this on your head hey I think let's I'm gonna take go a get break. my big brother and bring him over here so let's take a break on the flip side we got fishing we'll continue to talk about hunting because i got a lot more that uh I've been doing this year that I want to get your take on as well. Hey, News of the weird. We got your favorite segments, game warden and, field notes. And a shout out to all the volunteer fire departments and the firemen that are listening to us. I heard there's some, some stations out there that tune in on Sunday morning to listen to us. And you guys are studs. Thank you for what you do. Oh, man. All right. It's the Outdoor Zone Live of the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone radio network and live recorded podcast available on all your favorite podcast platforms. I'm TJ Granny in the bunkhouse with Cody Ryan. Hey, don't wait. Nobody does Black Friday savings like now. Maxwell Supercenter. Get the biggest savings, the deal of a lifetime, and our best pricing happening right now. We're taking thousands off MSRP on every brand new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram on the lot. How about a 24 Ram crew cab? Four by four with over 15,000 in total savings. How about a 23 Ram crew cab? Four by four Lone Star. A 23 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon with over 12,000 in total savings. Drive home for the holidays for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Dot com. So I thought it was interesting. The uh, Major League Fishing Toyota Series Championship took place on Table Rock this past week. Just finished up on Saturday. Uh, Mrazek, Mrazek, I believe is how you say the young man's name. Chad Mrazek won. On Isn't Table he the Rock. one that's running for president? Uh, I don't know where that joke is. Trying to find that joke. Let's see Razumi Sasaswamy that's running for president. Oh my gosh. Not even close. Chad Mrazek <laughs> uh wins the 200 grand for the Toyota Series Championship. Kind of an interesting take I heard on that. That doesn't seem like that much. I mean, I remember two hundred thousand. When- this is a Toyota ch- Series championship, so this isn't even a professional level. I mean, it's not. Oh, okay. it, it's, it's not, not a professional like, level like championship. The, FLW, the old FLW championship, or that no, fast. this is like the Bassmaster Opens, or oh, the. Oh, okay, okay. I'm this here. is their okay. championship. They have a championship. Wow, that's and a pretty it's good two, paycheck. Two hundred. Yeah, you think? It, well, the Bassmaster Classic is only three hundred thousand, so it's a hundred thousand less. Than the Bassmaster Classic, as far as money goes. So, dang son, Bassmaster Championship's gone down. Bassmaster Classic has gone I mean, down. Classic, yes, yeah, absolutely. Well, the payouts. This has been all the talk in the industry. The industry's 
has not changed its top payout of $100,000 has not changed since like the late 80s. So the same payouts have been happening since the 80s. The difference, the entry fees. They've gone from 1500 back in the 80s or whatever for the major, major league, you know, the Bassmaster Elites kind of size events to, uh, I mean, some guys are paying $5,700, $5,800 tournament now. What? Fishing for the same money. <clears throat> can you imagine what professional i paid five grand all year can you imagine what professional golfers are paying to enter a golf tournament nothing oh, wait that's right yeah i mean professional tennis players oh wait no professional okay sorry yeah so uh, bass fishing is yeah it's a hard one to just man there's so many young guys Stepping into it with the high school and college. The most brilliant step bass fishing ever took was to get the, to make it cool. Let's put it that way. To make fishing tournaments cool. That was the most brilliant well, step a lot that of, these leagues of did guys. because it just secured, it just secured sponsor. I mean, it secured your next group of, of, uh, customers, well, right. You, As a tournament I mean, organization. You thought it was cool when you were. In I college, did, but I was but a it dork when I did it twenty years ago. It wasn't it cool wasn't twenty the masses. years. Yeah. No, it was a bunch of old men. All my fishing partners were old men. I mean, not really. I had some of the youngest ones early on that were still older than me, though. Right? Yeah. So anyway, true. it's uh, bass fishing school. Twenty-three-year-old Texas native. Uh, Chad Razik wins 200 grand, not a bad win, plus an entry into the Red Crest, uh, which I guess is still going on. It's still going to continue. The Red Crest is the uh, Bass Pro Tour Championship, The what they compare to the Bassmaster Classic for Major League Fishing. Uh, I mean, and a lot of drama and a lot of updates as far as what's going on. Bassmaster, I don't know if I if I uh, if it was out yet last week. Bassmaster, it's always fun for me to tell you this kind of stuff because you don't really keep up with any of it, and to kind of get your initial take. Bassmaster, I don't geek out on it. That is sure. Yes, Bassmaster is uh, changing some of the rules and payouts and things like that for the Bassmaster Opens. I think I talked about it last week that they were paying five additional spots in the Bassmaster Opens next year. Dude, doesn't move the needle for me at all. You're paying 45 places out of 250 competitors and well, that, guys that, that are trying to make a that, living. Yeah, the that guys, was the thing that, that top just... Top 10 guys unless you won an event. boats. Yeah. 250 and, and, and compared to the NPFL which I guess they got 125 cap on their yeah. lineup and you can win 45 spots and you can, if even the last place well, guys. They, they even changed some of that this year. They even changed some of that this year to make up for the hundred thousand dollars first place they're paying, but they only had 75 guys fish this year. They'll probably have a full field next year. 
with all the stuff going on in the industry. Right. And PFL probably have a full field and uh, and pay more spots. One and three is like the worst I want to see or, or the, you know, about about what I want to see uh, field pay one and three boats. Now, that is one and three boats for a national level event. If I'm going to travel across the country and fish these events, I want, a, you know, shot to at least win some money back to make some money. And the, the truth be told, you cannot make, you cannot, no, no, not, I mean, straight up, you cannot make, there's maybe two guys right now in the industry that can make a full-time living off of just winnings. And there's a couple of guys here and there that win a major event here and there. Overall? You cannot make a full-time living fishing tournaments without sponsorship. Sponsorship is where you have to make your money. The tournaments are just the platform for your sponsors. That's the truth. That's the way it works. Don't buy into any lie that I'll just, I'll bet on myself. I'm putting it all out on myself. Look, I've done it. I've done it that way. I've done it without a lot of paying sponsors. And uh, your CPA is not going to be real happy at the end of that year. Because it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it didn't pan out. Well, unless, not to unless mention you win. your wife and all Yeah, and even people. winning, even $100,000 when you've got $60,000 in expenses, you know, you're not, that's a win. That is way hard to do way few and far between and just doesn't happen. So I hate to be Debbie downer about it. I'm just trying to look at it realistically. If you're looking to bass fish as a professional, make a living at it. Do not expect to do it on winnings, do it on marketing your sponsors. And that's it. And make, make your, make the tournament winnings bonus money. If make that bonus money. That's the sure. only way to make a full-time living out of this. And the, and the hard part is, is then you have to get sponsorship enough to, to cover, uh, you know, cover your, your, uh, bills, your I expenses, think, but it's I just, think, it's not an easy task to do. There's some guys out there that have a great time doing it, but it's, I think it, one of the things easy. that was the, what are the, the best thing that happened to bass fishing years ago was when uh, Walmart came in and oh, oh, got sure. all those, those got every a... brand. They said you have to have a boat. Go f find a boat, and they ra I well, mean, they strong armed was... a lot of that deal. Yeah, but yeah, still, they... I, no, it was I great. Still, it it was the you had Kellogg's and you had Tampon and you had you did not you you had the the uh, the guys that. Um, are are claiming right now it's interesting to watch guys talk about the the guys that you know the the top guys to hear them talk about those days i've heard them talk about those days in the uh 90s and early 2000s late 90s early 2000s i got i, think I have kind in, of the, in my office right behind me right now i have clark winland's cereal box yeah in my and i just thought and I and I've had it forever, but I just thought, man, 
that was those were some cool days. And those were the days to make the money in bass fishing. And those were the days when guys made national names for themselves in bass fishing. And that's and those I mean, are the guys, and those guys have made a living because of their name. That was made then. during then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you, I couldn't protect my family without having, uh, you know, a health share. And, and I absolutely believe in our true health share. Finding affordable, top quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, those who are self-employed. But our true health share, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Our true health share is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Our true health share is a care sharing ministry, which means that memberships commit to a statement of standards, which includes a healthy lifestyle. Man, I absolutely, I, I'm not kidding. I saved thousands of dollars a year since I switched out true health share. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altria Health Share, where we care for one another. Coming up, we've got your news of the weird. You do not want to miss it. It's weird as always. You get it one place. The Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. Here in the bunkhouse, the Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork fowl, and even delicious bass post your shopping pictures on our facebook page the outdoor zone the outdoor zone you can track us there or 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com hey you know i travel all around the country and i'm starting to see sun automotives everywhere sun auto services everywhere uh, at some point Everybody needs to have their vehicle repaired or get some maintenance done on it. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Everybody at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Their locations here in Central Texas, Sun Auto Service is at 405 West Slaughter Lane. That's the one Beef goes to. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 1206 Ranch Road 620. And you can track them and get all the information on what they're doing at sunautoservice.com. Sunautoservice.com. And I think they're doing something with the... Uh, with the uh, legacy flights, the ones where they take the soldiers and fly them out to Washington. And uh, so find out more about this incredible company at sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. 
This is a good one. Uh, have you have you eaten intentionally eaten bugs before? Intentionally? Yeah, like. I mean, I've uh, done it in front of a group of boys. I've eaten grasshoppers. Yeah, and I know stuff, you've but... done weird stuff like that. No, I'm not a big bug eater. On a recent vacation in Tokyo, Takumi Yamamoto opted for a special lunch of cricket curry and silkworm sushi sashimi, sashimi. Down, yeah. sashimi, sashimi washed down with a water bug cider. Why? The twenty six, <laughs> the twenty six year old office worker from the Western Perfect. Per, oh, that's why. Of, Have you seen? Wait, stop. Have you seen the movie? Uh, what is that movie where all the people in the corporate office they go crazy? The one guy goes crazy and starts office space. Is that what it is? Uh, can't all say right, that. Carry on. I'm sorry, office worker. It makes sense now. I get it. C- carry on. From the western prefecture of Hyogo is one of scores of consumers across the world who have across the world who have taken an interest in entomography, into yes, entomophagy (laughs) for eating insects. (laughs) It's pH. That's an F. as bugs slowly become more viable food food source, as a child, Yamamoto said she sometimes snacked on soy sauce basted grasshoppers in Tokyo. Uh, he indulged in insect cuisine at Take Noko Cafe, which embraces all things buggy. It's fun to select from a wider variety of dishes. Yamamoto said at the cozy second floor cafe surrounded by insect art and terrariums. 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 Okay. I just couldn't get those words out. Uh, Of skittering beetles, ants, and cockroaches. Everything was tasty. In particular, the water bug cider was quite refreshing and delicious, like a green apple. Remember that uh, eating bugs started to be taken seriously globally after the United Nations deems bugs a suitable source of protein to feed a global population estimated to swell to 9.7 billion by 2050. The Remember we were of, at that restaurant one time and a cockroach like ran across the table or climbed up the wall or something like that. I was very young and you were like, no, nope, I'm out of here. And we got up and left. That sounds like me, but it's funny because I was at a very, very high-end uh, popular restaurant th- last week, and there was a cockroach on the wall in the bathroom, and I told uh, Maitre D about it, and they paid for our meal. You don't think that that just happened? Oh, gosh. You got a meal out of a cockroach in a bathroom? Dude. I you just, don't think they live I everywhere didn't ask for the meal they just offered? I just said, hey, you probably want to go get that off of that wall because that's the kind of cockroach that is like in the bad part of town where it's just cockroach infested. You walk like, in and he's smoking a cigarette. The roach is on the wall <laughs> with a cigarette. <laughs> he goes, hey, hey, dude, what stuff? you need? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got I got everything you need. Uh, 
Let's see, the impact of livestock industry on climate change coupled with global food security issues due to extreme weather and conflicts have also increased the interest in high-quality economical nutrition that bugs provide. While some consumers think eating insects is just gross, Japan has a rich culinary history of insects as food. Grasshoppers, silkworms, and wasps are traditionally eaten in landlocked regions where meat and fish are scarce a practice that picked up amid food shortages during the during and after World War II, said Teke Noko, manager of Micho Miru, Miara. Anyway. Not even I'm not. Close. I'm not. It <laughs> <Not even laughs> doesn't matter. Nobody are... knows. I know, do? but it's just funny get, for me. They're going to call in and say, hey, you said my name wrong. Mokiko. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay i should just pause and let you say the all the japanese words i would so much better I, at it i am so much better at it uh, uh I, I i'm not a big bug eater i don't think that there's any you reason probably to. eat a whole lot more bugs than you know you eat that's the eating. part i was gonna say eat yeah I, I cereal heard banana i mean not bananas oh <laughs> so bananas will kill you you remember that's... that time Mrs. Granny, oh, she's going to kill me. Uh, that time she was eating, she started to eat a banana, and she was halfway through it, and she saw worms in it. No. And she went to the emergency room to make sure she was going to be okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you're that was in a banana. huge trouble if she happened to hear this show. I, nah, uh... She's not listening. She's like, you know... Uh, fall back spring forward she's confused <laughs> yeah. right now so she's, she doesn't know if she should be she's making lunch <laughs> <laughs> she's making lunch right now uh i i'm not big into the whole bug thing i just don't get in in the united states we don't need to but it makes that's the first time i'd heard that out of that article uh the first time that i had heard the uh, uh, that this became a thing in Japan after World War II, you know, the massive, um, you know, destruction of an area. And and the only uh, thing that lived was cockroaches. So they started eating them. Well, I mean, just and they're uh, giant. Yeah. Your cow population's probably down, you know, your fish. Well, are they blowing. Don't, I don't think I don't I, I think what they're referencing to is that they don't have the land space for yeah, the right. cattle industry to be able to keep up with what right well i'm just McDonald's saying import there. export business is probably struggling to, immediately in japan after world war ii uh yeah. and i you know not to make light of any of that stuff but i it makes sense where that idea or that practice really picked up i guess you're right got I some guess. steam Right. You I know, where they where they start had cooking to find them and, food. Yeah. Well, I and I guess where you're right. Uh, the in the US, man, yeah, we'd never have any shortage. If you don't understand country. how blessed we are, we yeah, we are the fattest cats yeah. on the block, man. We're just We're I mean just bloated. And I, I and heard I've, I've heard two podcasts this week that referenced how fat America was. Now this will make three, I guess. Well, and is and that I'm, weird? 
No, it's they're telling you something. Yeah. God's telling you something. I need to go run or <laughs> and but uh, I mean we 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 have so much we have processed food that just comes out of our ears. We have people come over here to our country from other places and they walk in a HEB and they just go, "What is this?" Yeah. You know, and it, and it's one of those things where it, I think if you don't know how to hunt, if you don't know how to procure your own food sources for your family, you need to rethink that because you cannot rely on the grocery store. Because what happens here, how I when, heard about that guy one, that. One, one little thing goes south, right? And there's a run on the grocery store. Then there's no toilet paper for a year. There's no milk. There's no, I mean, it doesn't yeah. take much to toilet take paper. all that away. Yeah. You got to learn how to turn leaves, how to dry leaves for toilet paper. And, and, and moss. Soft, that the, soft moss. Isn't that so, like, I love our country. I love Texas. But isn't that so American? That you love, out of you toilet love our paper? country, Texas, and you love our our country, the U.S. Both, yeah, that both. But in that in that so America that we run out of toilet paper, we don't run out of we don't run out of food. We run out of yeah. People panic uh, during the COVID. There was and and COVID ended, and people had warehouses full of toilet paper. Like one person needs a mini <laughs> warehouse full of slinging it on the black market hey let's take a break game people were were. black market toilet paper that's not something i want to buy on the black market game warden field notes coming up you get it only one place it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Uh, this is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie out. Door Zone Radio Show broadcast live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast. Hey, here in Central Texas, um, we have a, a bank of choice by us Outdoor Zone guys. Um, it's a place that we we love banking with Keystone Bank. It's a value of community where local matters. Join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. We have 11,500 B Caves Road. We got in West Austin. We got 500 Pressler Street in down Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful 
Ballinger, Texas, or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. It's amazing I read that exact same way every week. <laughs> you practice it quite a bit. Man, uh, nailed it again. This is, this is out of Texas. A Smith County game warden received a call from a landowner about materials dumped along a bridge and creek on his property. While the materials included mostly sheetrock, housing trim, and lumber. Hey, wait, the, stop this. I don't want to talk about my case until... Until oh. it's been cleaned up. Oh, wait. Up. Smith County? Oh, we're good. Carry on. <laughs> no, I'm the warden did find a box with a barcode that allowed him to trace the materials to a local store and, ultimately, the owner of the credit card used for the purchase. Oh, man. The warden interviewed the cardholder who had just completed a home remodel for his family. He told the warden some... Someone familiar with his family had offered to haul off the unusual material for a small fee. The suspect kept the money and dumped the trash onto private property. Along with Smith County Sheriff's Office environmental deputies, the warden served a warrant for felony commercial dumping over 200 pounds. When arrested, the suspect had more building materials and trash in the truck. This is where I'm at. Right now, uh, in my little country community, I have a small country road that runs behind my house. You know, I've been La two weeks I ago. We had a uh, truckload of tires dumped out, and oh. they were marked with the white marker, like you know, this is a place where there's a hole. This is that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I am not afraid. And I all and then. Uh, day before yesterday, I had a deer carcass thrown out on the side of the road, and I am not afraid to go look and try and figure out who did this and what did they do. And by golly, we're gonna figure it out at some point. Yeah. Uh, who these dumpers are? Because there's well, nothing... I don't think you. I don't think there's one. Right? I mean, this it's got to be different folks driving through well there i mean there's those jack legs that throw out a beer can or something like that but if they i'm i'm telling you if there's i mean there you know we found two uh a dead cat we've found a, a box with a dead cat in it a box with a dead rabbit in it people are just idiots on some of that stuff and anyway it's a interesting phenomena living in the wow. country. But what I thought what was cool from that was what the work the game warden did. Yeah, to, to trace track it all it the way down. Back. I love that. I love that. And I and kind of makes me nervous because you know I'm remodeling a house. Uh not my house, but uh, another and you're house. Somebody that I have. To haul off stuff. And I paid a guy to haul off a bunch of stuff the other yeah. day. 
That's right. Well, I hope you have his photos of him hauling it off in his truck and with the trailer on it. And it's he your trailer. trailer. Too. <laughs> You're in trouble. Hey, I'll tell you uh, one yeah, thing that yeah. is that is really um hope he did that, it right. Uh, he did. He did. Nah, nah. Uh one thing that is really critical is we work hard at the ranch, we work hard at the farm and if you're in, in, searching researching a new mattress because you're up all night on an uncomfortable mattress, you need to check out Factory Mattress. I spent hours online reading reviews before I walked into Factory Mattress knowing exactly what I wanted, or so I thought. After using the right fit sleep mapping technology, I got a mattress specifically designed for my needs and saved $600. Turned out mattress shopping has gotten way more personalized than I thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss, miss the pre-Black Friday sale going on now with 50% off Tempur-Pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money, and you're back with free delivery, setup, and removal. Plus, save $700 and get a free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets. Get the right bed right now during the pre-Black Friday sale going on now at Factory Mattress where we have sleep down to a science factory mattress, texas.com factory mattress, texas.com to find a location near you. Interesting story. I heard earlier this week that may or may not be of interest, but you know, the show, the, <laughs> the television show, Texas country reporter. Oh yeah. I'm the Texas country reporter today. We're traveling Been to going on El for 40 Paso. years. El Paso, Texas, a land where, yes, tacos uh, roam freely and tamales are your friend. Yeah, he doesn't say it like that, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they uh, I had an argument with him one time. Did you? Yeah, because I own TexasCountry.com and he did a big event, Texas Country. Yeah. And so I said, hey, why don't we... Uh, you know, you need to use this. Do you want to partner? You want to do something like, no. And he, he wouldn't even talk to me. He had his people talk to me. So, Texas, okay. Texas monthly bottom, I guess, bought that show. Yeah. Several years ago, Texas monthly. Smart. Uh, and great they, show, by the way, in the Texas great country show. reporter, I forget his name. Uh, uh, anyway, I can't remember who, who the previous host, but they hired a new host. The other guy's retiring. Oh, no. They hired a new host, a young family, J.B. Cicada, and a popular multimedia chronicler of the Lone Star State will be the next host of the Texas Country Reporter. So I wow. thought that was cool, you know, passing the passing the torch. It'll be interesting, you know, a young take on things, a young young family he's got a young family i'm sure yeah the music will change it'll go no welcome 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 to the texas texas oh my gosh hey we got a text there is a point we got a a point where you cricket protein powder is twice the protein from chicken fda allows for certain amounts of bugs in our food they do that because of the factory process, the manufacturing process. 
right. makes me think of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, they didn't allow any of that, but Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, man, he was theirs was pristine. At least the the one uh, the old before TV Edward show. Scissorhands took over. Edward. <laughs> Some people, yeah, I I think this is how we lose our young younger crowd. You know, it was when, so funny I when was you speaking, make these remarks. When, I, I was when you make these remarks, event. you make you think everybody younger than younger than forty is going to have a rap song coming into their TV show, and then you make fun of. I was you call hey, actors even, by their even country boys and girls listen to that stuff. I was in Denison, Texas, Friday night. I spoke at a First Baptist Church in Denison, Texas. Thank you for that invite, folks. Uh, it was great. Hey, if you need a speaker, um, I might be available. Call the office at kidsoutdoorzone.com. Uh, <laughs> that's how I always start my speaking with the rap song. But it was funny because there's there's a bunch of guys my age, 60, 70, in that room. And uh, and I made some references to some stuff, and I stopped Could you tell because it. they had lights coming out of their ears? You know, where they turned on their hearing aids. (laughs) Dude, that is like, what the world? That was a good one. Carry on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you just keep talking. You're going to be one of us. Do what? Uh, You're going to be. I got him. Uh, But it was funny because there was a couple of times while I was speaking, I I would stop and I go, okay, so that is a reference to a movie that the older guys in this room would know, but y'all don't probably get that and anyway it's uh i've got to change up my little speaking uh bullet (laughs) points there get a little more current yeah you don't know you kids don't know who john wayne is you've never heard of the vietnam war oh my gosh hey we got to take a break we got a whole nother hour of this (laughs) thank goodness we get a break good luck Good it's luck. the Outdoor Zone. Some of your favorite segments coming up. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24 7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Turn up your radio. 
This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning on 102.7 ESPN in Austin, Texas. The blowtorch of sports in Austin, Texas. Please share this with your friends that we've moved over here, that we're here. And we're also a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can get all the details. You can follow us on social media. You can do all that stuff. Find out more at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Jack is the ranch hand that gets it early. Make sure the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets fired up. And foil gets put on that coat hanger that gets the signal out there. So thank goodness for that. I'm TJ Granny in the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Oh yeah. And Beefsteak is in the deer stand right now. Uh well he yeah, he's probably still in there. It's still eight. It's just eight o'clock here. So well, he sent a picture. I don't know if you got the latest picture. He just sent in a picture of blood splattered on the ground. So I don't know. He's looking. Yeah, He's so proud of that Creedmoor six Oh, did he go the six five Creedmoor route? Did you hear that podcast? What what where oh, was yeah. that lately? Somebody was like, well, oh no, it was it was uh it was the guys on the morning show on the other side of our station. And Jack, oh, you gotta get that song that they played. At the end of the show on Friday, on the morning show, on the AM side, uh, it was so funny. Oh, my gosh. It was the funniest deer hunting song I've ever heard. McBride's uh, Guns. If you're one of those 6.5 Creedmoor guys or if you're just a real man and one of... No, I'm kidding. I, I and, just say that because I don't have a 6.5. And shoot a 270 bucket, yeah. 35.6. Seven millimeter, whatever you shoot, whatever you hunt with, whatever you protect. 270, yourself. 271, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, by God. McBride's guns, the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns. It's important, imperative, and import imperative to support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's McBride's guns. They are Austin's family owned and operated full firearm dealer. They've got full service. They've got a they've got a gunsmith right there on site. If you've got any issues, they can order any firearm, any ammunition that you need right there in downtown Austin. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. You know McBride's. They're our hometown gun shop. And uh, I wouldn't take it anywhere else. So, I I think it's time for one of those compliment sandwiches, you know? You know the oh, compliment sandwiches? I'm here. Okay. All right. So, I really like that you, no, it's not about <laughs> you. It's about the Texas Parks and Wildlife. Oh, my right? gosh. You're going to say something nice about Parks and Wildlife? I say stuff nice about them all the time. I love Texas Parks <laughs> and Wildlife. Except. A lot of what they do. Like one of the things that they do 
are these different events, in particular the fishing events, uh, fishing with a ranger at Lockhart State Park. Uh, I believe that's today, actually. It is today. At 10 a.m. at Lockhart State Park, you can fish with a ranger. They'll, uh, well, so I guess the, all two. those people have to go to early church. Yes. And then, yeah. That's uh, hey, look, if you're Catholic, you can go on like Saturday or something, too. So that's true. That's true. You go and like these new churches, you go on like the Sunday night service or something and, you know, with the rock band or whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of, you get Jesus, you get Jesus a bunch of different ways, Bubba. Uh, basic fishing, basic fishing class at Galveston Island State Park. Need the basics for fishing? We've got them 9 a.m. on November 9th. Fishing 101 at the Sea Center of Texas. I just, this is the basics of fly fishing, learn how to fly fish. You know, what? Uh, no, I, I hope they're putting I just that out. these, these classes. There's so many, there's so many homeschoolers now because our schools are so jacked up. There's so many homeschoolers now. Those are perfect programs. For, I just think it's brilliant. I think yeah, it's awesome. It's a good, it's a good, they, I mean, they need to be trying to figure out how to get the next gen involved. And that's a that's a great way to to do it. I I mean I don't know how well they're attended. It'd be interesting to see. I bet you the Lockhart one gets a bunch of kids. And then we fall back to the compliment sandwich portion, where I question. Look, first of all, let me put this disclaimer out there. This is where the bratwurst goes. Yes. This yeah. This is the sauerkraut. Uh, the bratwurst is the good part. Uh, the CWD, I am no expert. I, if anybody claims to be an expert that is not trained in this arena, does not study this, then, then I. Such a train wreck. It's a train wreck. I mean, we. We've experienced this during pandemics now that the world has experienced. How do we not have a better grip of knowledge or what is the basis for not having this under control or what is the, why do we not understand what is going on or how to prevent or how to stop and instead we're continually test what does the testing do what does killing massive amounts of deer do to solve like we have enough testing let's figure out how to either solve it or what the step is like come up with something common sense way through the testing and all of the things they're just there's there's so many ways to there's so many angles, avenues to go off on this idea of CWD, which is uh, chronic wasting disease for deer. That is, it's it's a real deal. It doesn't affect young deer. They, there's been no studies that have found that it affects humans at any type at any point. But I heard something the other day that I thought was interesting. I have zero problem not testing a deer and eating it, right? Like, 
It doesn't scare me. CWD does not scare me to eat a deer. But if you... You're pretty particular on stuff. I'm pretty particular on stuff. At the same time, mentally, they have screwed us mentally on this deal, just like a lot of these things, where if you were to say, hey, here's a steak from a deer that had confirmed CWD, you want to eat it? And I would, I would think Say about no. it a little bit different, right? I right. have zero problem not testing my deer and eating deer, no problem, because they have zero evidence that it affects humans whatsoever. If a deer has CWD, they have zero evidence that it affects us at well, all. Well, now they're now the state of Texas is requiring all kinds. Of, if you shoot a doe in my county, you have to go online and put all kinds of information in there yeah and then come test it like the dead deer you found well, on the they side wanted of the road where they had to yeah. come out and test it yeah i don't know if they ever did but i mean they want to know about that stuff they're poking around testing stuff yeah they got stations they've got stations that don't feel voluntary uh but i believe a lot of them are voluntary. They don't feel that way when you're driving out of Rock Springs, Texas. It doesn't feel that way, but it is voluntary, and or it was. I don't know. And it I don't have is. mine. I don't have. I don't mind participating in all kinds of stuff like that. I want to be a participant. I want to. I don't them. though. I'm over it. Like they have enough data now. Let's put a plan together. What's the plan? What are the downside? What's the upside? What's happening? Like we've done this testing. That's what I'm saying. We've done this testing for years and years, a decade now. We've been playing this game. Now, you know, what is it's, the solution? It, it, Are we not going to solve it because then we have to get rid of that many more biologists because we won't have funding for CWD? I'm just speaking truth. Is that truth? Or is that a tinfoil thought? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's such a a topic. The CWD thing has been such a a catastrophe in so many areas. It's chased people out of deer farming, and it's done. It's just done the deer thing, the white-tailed deer thing, and so many. Like I read an article recently where, okay, I went out, I bought these deer, I brought them onto my property. They're my deer. I paid for them. I had them here. I feed them. I take care of them. But the state of Texas says they own them. No, right. I paid for them. I brought them here. I'm, I'm managing them. I'm doing everything according to your rules and according to great deer health standards. And you're telling me you still own them? And you want control over them? And I mean, just uh, it's Stephen a... Weiser of McLean County and Jason Chancy filed a lawsuit against TW, TPWD to obtain a restraining order uh, against the agency's plan to kill their entire herd because one deer at another facility tested positive. The plaintiffs detailed how the herd, compromised of 29 deer, subject to the TPWD kill order was valued at $1 million and stated all of the deer have tested negative for CWD. 
As of last year, TPWD has ordered the destruction of 2,600 privately owned deer, costing breeders millions in lost value. They've been doing that for years. Years and years. Wiping and out years. complete operations. Yeah. So. And that is one of the things that absolutely has people up in arm. That is one of the things that, and, and legitimately so, that is one thing that people have absolutely gone bananas with parks and wildlife the the that they have the authority to come in and absolutely wipe out an operation when there's no signs of it or and and back years ago the only way to test was to kill the deer and like give them a lobotomy to t test their brain or something that's how they still do it that's what I'm saying. Like, what, where, where have we gone with this? What is all the studying? What have we accomplished with studying anything? Sun Automotive, everyone at Sun, I, that's the answer I'm looking for. I just want a detailed explanation, uh, simple. You owe, you not owe, detailed. I you want owe a simple, Parks and Wildlife a, a bottom piece to that sandwich. I, I'll find one and give it later. Something nice to say. Sun Auto, everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. This is a open it was an open sandwich, open face sandwich. <laughs> Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, they're family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They hired ASE certified technicians. They can take care of your vehicles under warranty. They can take care of just your regular maintenance. They can take care of everything. Sun Auto Service, locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and then Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. They got a transmission shop now. They got it all. Sun Auto, Sun Automotive. Go see our friends, sunautoservice.com. All right, on the flip side, we got your Peter Report. <sighs> You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey, here's a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long online at the Outdoor Zone dot com the outdoorzone.com don't wait nobody does black friday savings like now maxwell supercenter get the biggest savings the deal of a lifetime and our best pricing happening right now we're taking thousands off msrp on every brand new chrysler dodge jeep ram on the lot now maxwell's month-long black friday sale event is on every new 23 ram at the Nile maxwell supercenter 
It's part of the most awarded lineup of vehicles in Texas. Everything that includes Jeep, Dodge, Chrysler, and Ram have huge discounts. And you don't have to wait. The savings last all month long. You can start saving thousands today with more exclusive Black Friday sales events, rebates that will be that will get you the best deal of the year. You have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. So drive home for the holidays for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, where we sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter.com. Uh, now it's time for our PETA report. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Residents of a Connecticut town said a drove of pigs that escaped from a nearby farm have been destroying their lawns and garden for weeks. Michael Grenier of Sterling said he first spotted the black male foot pigs outside his house on September 30th, and on subsequent visits, he has spotted up to 22 of the animals tearing up his lawn. He said the pigs have caused $23,000 to his property alone, and his isn't the only home to be visited by the destructive swine. The pigs escaped from a nearby Radical Roots farm, and Grenier said the owner has not attempted to make any amends for the damage. I don't know of any instance that he has accepted responsibility. It's always somebody else's fault. It's someone cut my fence. Someone was shooting my animals. Someone left my gate open. A post on the farm's Facebook page said, if anyone sees the pigs that are out, Please contact us directly. We cannot successfully retrieve them or get them home if everyone sends their dog out to chase them away. And so a couple of thoughts here. One is Connecticut. Okay, so you probably got some people that are kind of uptight in Connecticut. Uh, sounds like this neighborhood's a little uptight. I get it. Hey. We get wild hogs going through our neighborhoods out here sometimes, our farms. We know all about wild hogs destroying land, destroying property. Not in, I mean, we get it. We, we want them, we want to thin them out. We kill the heck out of them here in the state of Texas. But the thing that kind of got me, what makes this a PETA report, is that the ranch owner, the farm owner, uh, isn't accepting responsibility. It says that uh, it was somebody else who cut their fence. Somebody else was shooting their animals. That one I don't get, but somebody left the gate open. And can't you see some animal rights PETA person going and opening the fence and letting them out? Just like, Run free, little piggies. Run free. Get away. Get away. When really what that does, it, calls an, it causes an environmental crisis. Come to Texas and see. And yeah, you know how fast a, I, I can't remember the exact number. I was trying to look it up. 
but a domesticated pig will turn feral into a feral hog within like weeks or months. No doubt. And don't you know this guy that's complaining about his yard getting up? He probably votes very liberal. And he's, you know, like that. I I feel hot outside. So global warming is something I'm going to participate in the the battle against global Are you warming. profiling and uh <laughs> and i mean just i am i am but it, it just there's so many parts and pieces to it it's like uh wake up this is what y'all do i was uh, i heard somebody talking today or this week sorry this week and they were saying we were talking about this gorilla this testing area for wh- where monkeys and gorillas were kept. And this one South girl, Texas. Was, no, it was, it was in central Texas actually. Yeah. And it was, it's not open now and it was managed really well, but, um, this one girl Louisiana. said, if it was me, I'd go and let them all, I'd let them all out. Gorillas and monkeys. I'd let yeah. them all out. And I just thought, you and then she said, "Well, I actually know that wouldn't be right and wouldn't be good." But I mean, it, there's other people that don't think through that thought and they just do it anyway. Like all the minks they let out in California, and they all ran out and got ran over by cars on the highway. Yeah, well, that's like best case scenario, right? I mean, truthfully, that's like best case scenario. Instead, you. Hogs get out, wild pigs get out from a farm and turn into feral hogs, which cause mass destruction. Many say could be the end of the world. It's the one creature that could outlive everything like a cockroach or whatever. We, or we've, feral been, hogs. we've been corrected on our uh, their pigs, not necessarily hogs. They're pregnant for less than four months. and. Let's see. They're pregnant for less than four months and females reach maturity in five months. Yeah. Like six months old, they can six months of age. They can start having piglets, something like that. And 15 more piglets. So that 22 is going to breed like three or four times a year. So that was a great idea to those, those little young college folks going to school up there at that really high end college where your mom and dad are, just forking out the coin so you can have your mind warped or you are just taking out loans (laughs) that the government's going to pay for anyway oh yeah that's right that's right hey compliment sandwich i'll go back to it parks and wildlife the compliment sandwich uh the and we may have talked about it because it's been going on for a while but the deadline's not until entries until February 2nd, uh, 28th, February 28th, um, the 2024 Texas Division of Wildlife Forever's Fish Art Contest opened for submissions. The Fish Art Contest accepting entries until February 28th, part of an international conservation education program designed to foster youth interest in fisheries and fishing. The art contest does a tremendous job of exposing students across Texas to the wonders of fish and fishery resources. Um, so you can submit a uh, piece of fish art 
Uh, that was a big deal form. a while back. That fish art where people were like spraying or painting fish and then pushing them on a piece of paper or doing. I don't think that. it's that kind of thing. I mean, I guess art. Like they is... want to make a stamp out of it, or uh... yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know. Anyway, anything <laughs> well, anything that entices that's the, a that's a piece of anything that entices bread. the young ones to get involved in the outdoors is I'm a proponent of. And and particularly, you know, maybe a kid that's not uh, uh, somebody in a major city or something that doesn't have the opportunity to get out and get into wild nature all the time, but can explore some of those avenues. This is maybe a way you can reach some of those kids. So I like that. Texas Parks and Wildlife does some unique stuff and does some great stuff for the youth, does some great education. I just want to know where all the research is leading to for certain things. I mean, and I don't need a for sure answer. Just give me an idea. Give me a synopsis. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you where my health share is leading to and that's our true health share i've used our true health share i protect my family with our true health share and have for years finding affordable top quality health care options can you know can be tricky for the sportsmen maybe entrepreneurs those who are self-employed or if you are employed and just looking for a different option our true health share is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years i'm required to tell you though that our true health share is not insurance However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. You're confused at how this works? Let me tell you, members contribute each month to a membership escrow account, and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. You'll find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, your Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the outdoor zone. Aldo Leopold said, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to us to train the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row, stand and fight. Give to the kids' outdoor zone land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. Kidsoutdoorzone.com. K O Z. No kid left inside. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends over at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Keystone Bank, founded by our friend Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, 
You enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. That means you know who your banker is when you're calling up, working on your money. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. I can be anywhere and jump online and do my banking. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all their information. Keystone.bank, Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Washington State farmer Sam Crutch had just bailed hay with one of his sons and was heading to an Eric Church concert when... His evening took an unexpected turn, and he was forced to use his gun to protect his farm from suspected criminals. I got a loud voice, and I just started, oh, wait, no, that's ahead of myself. On, Jan on September 9th at 7 p.m., Crouch had left one of his fields and corralled his three youngest sons into his pickup truck to head to the nearby George Amphitheater to see country singer Eric Church perform and get some fancy burgers and just hang out and relax. Uh, let's see. I turned the truck, pulled, uh, see, he passed a farm store he leases and is in the process of purchasing. He spotted, spotted a small car outside the building. His curiosity pick peaked. He turned around on the road to investigate. I turned the truck around, pulled around and parked and walked over and looked in the car. And there's a gas can in the passenger seat. It was a very small car in the back seat, had a uh, massage table, a weed eater and some other items that screamed to me stolen items. At first, he was met with silence at no indication that someone was on the property, sending off alarm bells for him to retrieve his gun from the truck and load it. He explained he also dialed 911 and alerted police that there was likely a burglary in process. I was approaching the corner of the building. I saw an arm. I saw somebody jump back, and I kind of clear, cleared around the end of the building, and there was one individual close to me, he recounted, adding that then he then saw another man coming towards me with a billy club. So this guy has worked on his farm, working his tail off, got his boys out in the field. It's going to treat him to a little concert. And uh, he's driving towards the concert and he's got a building that he's going to buy that he's remodeling. He's going to start a little business there in the community. And there's a little car he sees outside. He pulls around, goes over there and there's three guys breaking in the place. He said there was nothing in there, but old hand sanitizer and some <laughs> like, pieces of sheetrock or something, nothing that they could have stolen. But, and so, and then one guy starts coming at him with the billy club, which they thinks they used it to try and break the lock with. And, uh, and he pulls out his gun and he sets all three of them down on the ground, calls nine 11. The cops come and pick them up. And he said, one of them was, was aggressively coming at him. And he said, I was afraid I was going to have to shoot a, shoot around into the ground. And, 
And he said, I'm really grateful that I didn't have to shoot him, that he didn't keep coming, that it didn't turn into something worse. Um, but protecting his own land and property. And I just thought, okay, good job. That's, that's one thing we do as an armed citizen. Yeah. Well, that's what you're, I mean, that's what you're given the right to do. Don't you think less of this would be happening if more people were armed? Well, and I, I got way down the whole rabbit hole, uh, recently on the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Uh, he was speaking somewhere. Or I heard he was had a book coming out or something he was doing. And I got way down the rabbit hole on how that whole thing went down. And there's video of the whole thing that happened to him. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I was, I think I was up near, up near where he was. Um, what's the name of that town? Uh, Kenneshaw or. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, it's the, uh, Kosha. Um, Oh my gosh, people are listening. Anyway, uh, it's the name of that, like, like little kids, yeah, tennis yeah, yeah, yeah. brand company. Anyway, uh, they said that they heard that there was going to be another something happen in their town. Right. And, um, and a bunch of the locals showed up, they came from all over and they were uh, posted with guns on every corner. Yeah. And, two vans full of people dressed in black came into town, drove down main street, turned around, came back, drove down main street again, turned around and left town. And everybody saw them. Everybody was out on the street corners in front of their stores. Everybody was out with their guns and they said, Nope, not in our town. Yeah. You don't think they're getting bust in? Yeah. Come on in. Come on in some local. No, 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 no. And if you look at the people that were in that, if you look at the background of those people that were in that stuff with Rittenhouse, they're not, they're not, uh, you know, they didn't, they weren't going home early to get ready for church the next day. They were just out on, out of prison for assault or felony theft or something. Uh, beef just sent in, uh, I, I see that picture he sent with some, meat or some bloody stuff yeah, on the dried ground blood. and my my uh lung and blood my, and my thought is i thought he sent us pictures earlier this week about this the the shots that he had he went and uh sighted in that rifle oh that's right yeah and it was dead on at 100 yards yeah so why is he I mean, why is what's the why situation? Is the, why is the deer not just laying there? Why you got pictures of blood? <laughs> when I shoot one, I just find the deer. You just walk up on the deer. You know what I mean? You got a blood trailing. You got a rifle. Well, maybe like he's using doing. his bow. That's what it is. He no used chance. his bow. Yeah, he was sitting in a bow stand this morning. That's uh, I. uh Here's another story that came out of uh, the only reason that I even bring it up because we know we see this happen all the time in cities. Uh, the plan to use the helicopter sharpshooters to take out deer in uh, area, you know, in city areas 
that they need to get rid of. Helicopter sharpshooters? Yeah, that's kind of sweet, huh? You know, and you know what the coolest part is, though? They let people do it. You could buy it's a, a Catalina. It's on Catalina Island, man. It's a Catalina wine mixer. They're gonna <laughs> they're taking out deer at the Catalina wine mixer, bro. You know why? You don't even know what I'm talking about, but it's a movie. They're uh, they're messing with their grapes. And Catalina so- Island Conservancy says there are about two thousand deer on the island. And part of the restoration plan to replenish the native vegetation includes removing the animals. Huh. They're going to remove all of them? I will pay, I will pay $500. You give me 10 tags, I will pay you $500 and I'll remove everything I kill. So there, they're going to make $500. Do that times... I don't know. You just we'll asked for of... 10 tags. So. Okay, give me five. Give me $500 a tag. Uh, a deer. Uh, or no, that. I'll give, Even I'll that. Give you, but I'm I'll telling you. I'll give you that... $500 and I'll sell people, hunts to the Catalina will... wine mixer slash deer Woo! hunt. <laughs> yeah, you want to go to the Catalina wine mixer buy. deer hunt? I, I guarantee I'll sell that sucker out. All 2,000 of those be gone. No time. I'll be making it. That'd be a party. Wouldn't that be hilarious? You have a wine mixer on Catalina Island, and and the, it starts off with the morning hunt, and then yeah. people bring them all in, and you hang them up, and people are you're walking up and down these aisles where these deer hangers are deer hanging. It's like, oh man, nice one there, Joe. Hey, hey, beef, you got five shots in that one. What's that all about? <laughs> Glad you found it, man. That's a heck of a shot there. Oh, uh, good good job, little Bobby, at the Catalina Island Deer Hunt and Wine Mixer. You need to absolutely put that on our Facebook and see if we can get some traction on that. Because yeah. I would want to be there. You'd have to host it. You'd have to MC the whole thing. I would. I I would want to be a part of it. I'm going to hire right. Will Farrell to MC the whole thing. That's perfect. It's Step Brothers, I think, is the movie. Oh, Remember where the right. stepbrothers finally come together and do something together and it works. I'll be there with a drum oh, set. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mrs. Granny <laughs> will be there with her tambourine and you can have your drums. I'm not saying anything. The Catalina wine mixer, deer hunt. Anyway, I think it's a great idea. It makes fly so in much on helicopters. Sense. Do we just come up with random ideas here on the show? Is that what we do? Hey, tell Dude, me about. We came up with great idea. Tell me about factory mattress. Factory mattress. So Mrs. Granny and I were, man, we were. Okay. 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 We, we needed don't need that story. Mattress. Oh, okay. Whew. We needed a new mattress. And, um, and of course we went to factory mattress and I did not realize they had right flip right fit sleep mapping technology now uh they got a letter and it said i spent hours online reading reviews before i walked into factory mattress knowing exactly what i wanted or so i thought after using their right fit sleep mapping technology i got a mattress specifically designed for my needs and saved 600 bucks 
Turned out mattress shopping has gotten way more personalized than I thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the pre-Black Friday sale going on now with 50% off Tempur-Pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money and you're back with free delivery, setup, and removal. Plus, save $700 and get a free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets. Get the right bed right now during the pre-Black Friday sale going on now at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. FactoryMattressTexas.com. FactoryMattressTexas.com to find a location in a neighborhood in your neighborhood. Anywhere we'll wrap near. this up on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into The Outdoor Zone. Follow us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. On there, you can get our get all of our social media. You can find us individually. You can find about find our social media you can uh, for the outdoor zone you can get links to all your favorite podcast platforms so you can listen to the show 24 7 365 share it with your friends uh thank you for being our friends hey i want to uh dedicate this show today to my mom so my mom shirley baker uh was a huge fan of the show and has been since the beginning. Of course, she's a fan of her son's show. Um, she Probably her grandson's show. Huh? Was, <laughs> okay, yeah, because she wanted to listen to her grandson. Yeah. yeah. But she was she was the matriarch. She was the one that uh, that carried our family. And uh, and I absolutely give her credit for praying for me from a very young age when the only thing she could do is pray for me. And she went to be with Jesus on uh, 11 November 1st at 9, 11 AM all saints day, which is appropriate for my little Catholic mom and uh, got to firecracker of a woman. Yeah. She had an opinion and she would share it with you. I, I'll tell you, there was, there <laughs> That's was the nicest way to put it. I've heard. And she would, uh, it was, a couple of years ago, I was at an event and I had her down. She loved going to events with me where I was speaking or if I was putting on an event and we went to a national prayer day and I took her with me and Chuck Norris was there and he was speaking. And as soon as the event was over, she, I looked around and she was gone and she beelined straight over to where he was. And she was in this hot conversation with him about who knows what. And uh, just absolutely had him for, you know, five minutes or something. Chuck Norris and Grandma. Chuck Norris, yeah. And you could see he was just listening to her, and she was just going. And uh, it was it was classic, classic mom. She was dear friends with Mary Cabella and uh, just so many things. She was just uh, baking and cooking and doing all those classic things. She wrote two books. Yeah, uh, that are uh, one of them's available on Amazon, but 
anyway, she was a, a heck of a lady and, uh, with all her faults and with all the ups and downs through our lives, um, she was the matriarch and just, it was, uh, it was a hard day when we lost her. Um, she'll be dearly missed. It was, uh, I had my first revelation. I called her every day, called her every day. And this week I had a, a moment where I got in my truck and I was going to drive somewhere and I thought, Oh, I'll call mom. And that was not something that I can do any longer. So for those who have lost a parent, uh, heart goes out to you. If you lost anybody, heart goes out to you. It's a transition. Thank God for my sister, Kathy, who was there to take care of her and, and grant her her wish of passing in her house, in her bed, in her time. So anyway, this shows to you, mom. I know you're up there listening, watching, hanging out with, with Bob and, and your family and, that's a long 93 years. She's 93. The, I would go Lord. visit during the summers for a couple of weeks during well, the summer. She loved it when you would go through town, pulling your bass boat and you detour an hour over there just to see grandma and get some orange peel bread or banana nut bread. And Oh yeah. Spent, spent a few nights in the Texas room that she had decorated <laughs> yes. for Texas. She lived in Georgia. And when I'd go there in the summer, she'd, she would offer a quarter for every uh, uh, for every chipmunk or squirrel uh, that we could shoot off the blueberry bushes, and uh, <laughs> yeah. never quite collected a quarter. But you know, she was, it was, she was it was a cool option just to have a gun and bullets sitting there. I was like six, and she was okay with it. Yeah, she was completely fine with it. <laughs> well, and she was born in Illinois. But she moved to Texas after she graduated and met dad, got married, and Texas never left her blood. I mean, you go into her house, and she lived in Georgia and Illinois uh, and Alabama, but her time in Texas, her years in Texas raising us kids, was her absolute uh, pinnacle. She, she had Texas coffee mug anything that could do with texas yo ranch used to take her to the yo social club parties and oh my gosh she just was high on the hog there but anyway shout out to you mom i hope All right. that we yeah. honor your gift of life to us georgia granny hey um i'll just go ahead and give you this week's Bible verse of the day comes from Matthew 5:14. You are the light of the world. A city on top of a hill can't be hidden. Live it, love it, learn it. Same place, same time next week. All right, folks. Hey, this week, I want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Cody and I are both headed to church. I want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community. Guys, it is your responsibility to drive your family, raise your family, and a good Bible-based church is a way to do that. Uh, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we can help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you need a speaker for an event, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We can help you with that. Or if you want to give, to getting a kid outside, land, vehicles, uh, cash, you can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, K-O-Z, no kid, 
left inside. All right, from me, TJ Granny, Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Jack the Ranch Hand, and everybody that helped us put this show together, just want to say God bless. Thank you very much for listening. Share the show with your friends and regulators. Let's mount up. I had a good friend in New York City.